From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode two hundred and one. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. We're back again already. It's just been a couple of days. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the quick turnaround episode of the Pen Addict podcast two hundred one mm-hmm. two hundred to two hundred one in the span of what three days? I don't know. I, that could be totally bad at math because I, I haven't recovered from the show. So don't uh, don't even fault me for what uh, comes out of my mouth today. I don't know if I said this. Yeah, I'm completely lost as well. This show's brought to you by Harry's. I don't think I said that. So now you know. So that's pretty much how the show's going to go. <laughs> Me and Mike are going to bumble through it. Um, I've got a, a a case of the conference crud, mm-hmm. um, which hit me like I was totally fine until the minute I walked in the door at home. Like four o'clock Monday afternoon, I got home, sat on the couch. I was good for about an hour. And then I pretty much just passed out for like an hour right there on the couch. And then I haven't been able to speak uh, hardly at all since. And then how was your, your flight home? Did you, uh, you went right back into it yesterday recording, right? Yeah, I actually re- was recording a show like an hour after I got home. Wow. Did you, were you able to sleep on the flight? We had talked about that. We haven't talked since, uh, you got, you got back. You were going to, you were going to try to, uh, accomplish a little bit of that, uh, get ahead of the game. Did that work out for you or nay? Yeah, no, I slept for most of it. Good. Like, it was like an eight hour flight and I think I slept for like five or six hours. Mm-hmm. So that was the only way that I could, uh, record yesterday was that i slept gotcha 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 so do you, do you feel like you're 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 at least sleep wise you're you're normal or you're just still working on that no no i'm, I'm pretty good like it's just you know when your brain is kind of just like where are you like <laughs> are you are you in are you in england or are you in america like where where does your brain think you are that's the kind of thing that i'm feeling right now it's like right. I don't a hundred percent know completely where I am. I've just got that kind of just dis, like disoriented feeling. Um, also, like not just because of the time and stuff, but also from just the general feeling of amazingness. Like this, the disorientation of going through something like the pen show. You know, it kind right. of can just throw you off balance for a bit. I think. Yeah, I mean, we were gone for quite a bit of time, so. Um, it was, uh, it's good. I think this marks the, uh, marks the getting back into the routine day today. So, uh, let, let's, let's get into it and talk about the, uh, the wrap up of the show. Um, pretty good show. I'm going to say, huh? Yeah, no doubt. It was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, we could be as hyperbolic hyper. Yeah. That word, <clears throat> that's not going to work for me today. Uh-huh. Um, hyperbolic as possible. And it, it's just the truth. I mean, it was a great show. The people were awesome. The podcast was killer. Um, that was more fun than I even thought it could be. I knew it was going to be awesome, but uh, that didn't mean I was a, like a nervous wreck for, I don't know, probably the first five or ten minutes, and then I settled into it. How about you? Uh, I was more nervous before. Like this, basically, it was kind of the same feeling for me as a, uh, as a, like a talk, conference talk. Mm-hmm. Where like just before and just as it's beginning, um, it's quite nerve wracking. I tell you, it's a lot better than a, we were in a better situation than a talk because we were already sitting down as people were coming in, as mm-hmm. opposed to everybody being sitting down and you taking a stage or something. You know that that is like a whole different feeling. So we were in a better position there. Um, but in the same way for a talk, as soon as I get like the first laugh to a joke. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm totally fine because at that point I know the audience is on my side. Right, right. You know. Yeah, you had you you were a little tense before. Um, uh, Tiffany was in there, and I was walking out to go do something. I looked over at Tiffany. I said, "Will you go calm him down, please?" <laughs> 
it gets a bit uh it can get a bit clogged up in my brain yeah you know because i kind of have to think about a lot like i don't just have to be on the show like i kind of have to run it and then i have all the technology stuff that i have to try and keep my eye on um it it can just get a bit like ah feeling yeah i guess yeah so what was your favorite part the end (laughs) but not because it was over but because we got a standing ovation right at the end and you don't you know you could maybe it doesn't really come through in the audio if you weren't there like you just hear clapping um and i think at one point you hear me say like if you listen all the way through like all right like you know stop right like this right. is fine but you should stop and then you and then you can hear some sniffing which is <laughs> anna and brad they both start crying uh, i was able to keep it together for you some totally reason did. Well, you were probably looking at all the uh, the equipment in front of you. You had your iPad in front of you. You uh-huh. had all the digital, some of the recording devices in front of you. So you were able to get a little bit more distracted into that. Yeah. While, while Anna and I were just looking at each other and just going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, that that it was kind of awesome. It was kind of awesome. And uh, thank you so much to everyone who was there. We will have the video soon. I cannot wait to see the video. Um, so that will be coming soon. We don't have a date on that, but but won't be won't be too long. Um, we mentioned backer giveaways. We're still going to be doing those. We just need to iron out some details. We're going to be doing something a little bit different, um, and we're also going to be giving away some of those posters, right? Yeah. So I think we have three more of the Joey Feldman prints to give away to our backers who were not able to make the show. So all of you that uh, were backers of the Kickstarter, um, and then instead of um, doing the individual like um mike picks a pin anna picks a pin brad picks a pin giveaway um we're probably going to do some gift certificates but I'll, I'll wait for the full details on that uh for our backers um but there's there's definitely more to come and the shipping update on the notebooks we're probably going to work on those monday um when i get into the knock office and just bang out as much as we can on monday i don't know if we'll get them all the way done but uh definitely next week you'll start seeing shipping notifications or shipments flying uh around the world for the the awesomest orange notebooks ever do you know something funny that i realized this morning Hmm. you gave me a pack but i didn't pick up the ones that i bought (laughs) (laughs) i was giving them out to people all weekend but not at any point did i think to take my two (laughs) so i think you know a guy yeah, well, you're shipping me stuff anyway, right? So we could uh, maybe just throw them in the package. I left those inks with Jeff. Okay, good, good. Okay, yeah, so the, did that or not. the inks that I bought, I'll talk about one of them too in a little bit. Um, I didn't want to put them in my case, so I was happier with UPS or whoever exploding in their hands rather than mine. Yeah. So I decided that we'd just get that shipped. <laughs> I can't remember who suggested it to me. Somebody suggested it to me, and I was like, that's a great idea. So that's what I'm doing. Yep. Um, I just wanted to put a link uh, to a really fantastic article that was written. Um, it's on sketchbookb.com, and that's Bob Wurtz's blog. Uh, and Bob wrote about his experience of being at the Pencho, and he came with his wife. And it was just awesome to read, because uh, as well as a Pan Addict fan, uh, Bob is just a general Relay FM fan, and it was nice to see all of that stuff written in. Uh, especially as Relay FM is getting ready for another one of these in a few months, right? We're doing WWDC now as well. Um, we announced tickets for that yesterday. They're all sold out already. Yeah, that's more like a few weeks, buddy, not a few months. Oh, please don't. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so it was nice to know that, like, 
the event was enjoyed so much. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm chuffed and I am already very excited for what we're going to pull off at Atlanta next year because we're going to go big or go home, right? Right. Yeah, but Bob's post was awesome because he listens to so many relay shows. He was it was cool to hear him talk about it. And he had this little uh, footnote that as soon as I read it, I ran over to the the relay Slack room and posted it to Jason Snell that he had to go check this out because it was a hilarious comment. So y'all make sure y'all go check that out. It was it was worth it at uh, Jason Snell's expense. And Jason went and replied to Bob on Twitter. It was kind of funny. Yeah, it's like I can't help you, man. Pens <laughs> mean nothing to me. Jason did ask me yesterday, like he said, they use G2s a lot in the house and uh, mm-hmm. he they run out and they needed to get a box and I told him mm-hmm. to go for Zebra Sarasa. Yeah, as long as he gets the Sarasa clip. Yeah, naturally. There's a, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the ticket. That is it. All right. We had some follow-up that was actually sent to us via Anna from a comment on her blog uh, about the Moleskin smart writing set. Mm-hmm. Still not used to that name. I have no clue what that product's called. Even though that's the name of it, yeah. I can't remember that at it's all. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst name. I only knew when I was writing it down. I also wrote it down to put it on our notes. I only knew because I looked at our show notes from the previous week. Yeah, I had to go look it up. So anyway, yeah, continue. Absolutely no idea. So apparently, um, they're using technology from a company called Neo Labs. So they're basically repackaging the Neo Neo Smart Pen. Is it right? And they are repackaging it and using that exact technology to create their smart writing set. It seems very peculiar to me that, like, the company, the Moleskin company or the company that owns Moleskin, didn't just buy this company. Like, it, exactly my thought. It was like, I, I don't know why they, they went this route instead of just either flat out purchasing the software. I mean, I guess it's just a license. And, uh, but I get it as best as I could read yesterday in the little time I had to read up on it. Um, the Neo Labs has been doing this. I don't know, like it's not been that long, but it's it's basically just a repackaging of what Neo Labs is doing, and then um, you pay a premium for Moleskin branding, basically is what it boils down to. And Neo Neo Labs even offers more options for uh, paper products. Yeah, so they they are like they reskinned the application. They basically rebranded the pen, and they have their own notebooks, but with the paper that's inside the Neo Labs stuff. But uh, what the, the Neo Smart Pen, as you say, there are a bunch of different paper products that they have um, that you can use. And apparently the, the paper quality is, is better in some of their products. But more than that, they have just a wider range, like spiral bound, small pocket notebooks. I'm interested in looking at this more now than the Moskin set, right. to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I'm this is good. This is good to know. It's good to know that there are other options out there for this. Um, and it, but it, again, this just adds more intrigue to the whole scenario than anything else. It's right. It's just I did very find, weird that Moleskine did it this way. I did find one article when I was looking for it. Was there any, any mention of it when Moleskine came out? And I, I could come up with one article where it's just kind of mentioned in passing. You know that they use this technology that wasn't that that wasn't their original technology. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're interested in this uh, kind of thing, I'd definitely be looking at maybe the Neo Labs, and I I don't know where all you can get it, but you can order direct from their website if that's that's something you're interested in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, you didn't buy a pen at the this pen at the pen show, but mm-hmm. you had this pen given to you at the pen show. 
Yeah, so I bought a uh, a Bungbox Love Pink Sailor Fountain Pen um, from, from Bungbox mm, only like a week prior to the show. And they were able to ship it. It showed up on Friday. So I told my family, knowing that they were coming on Sunday, I was like, you have to bring this pen. I can't wait to come home for it. <laughs> I need this pen in my hand. It's this, it's this great pink with this rhodium trim uh, clip, you know, great cherry blossom on the finial. Um, it has a medium stub nib. And I'm in love with this pen. So even though it wasn't a show purchase, I ha I brought it to the show on Sunday just because I had to have it. And plus, I had to buy some uh, some cool ink for it. So this is one of the most beautiful pens I've ever seen. That's pretty much my exact quote. Is it gone? Yeah, yeah. It was a limited thing. I don't, I don't know how many they made, but it's not a stock item. They just they had them made. They announced when they were going to put them up for sale. And then they sold out immediately. And then they probably had people yell at them, kind of like I experienced on Monday. Yeah, people are mad that you own this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's part of the deal. But it uh, it's really cool. It, it comes off as good in person as it does in pictures. It's so beautiful. It's like pink and sparkly, and it has a little clover pattern on the top and the nib is black and yeah that you, trim you, sets it off completely i watched you uh going through was it with anna and you were trying to find an ink pairing yeah so um anna I, I was talking about wanting to get a pink ink so we went and over looked at the anderson uh pink ink samples and um couldn't really come up with some stuff and she had written down a bunch of samples from the ink testing station that vanessa pens uh um, ink testing station and she said well I've got the cherry blossom the bung box cherry blossom ink I said oh well that has to be perfect and it wasn't it was a little bit orangey for a pink uh, but right under it she had this example of uh, Califolio Andronoble which Lisa Van Ness told me when she saw this pen she texted me um, she's like you can't promote that ink because I sold out of it <laughs> I was <laughs> like well I'm sorry because there's a big picture out there that says Califolio Andronoble on it but you'll have some um, in like a week or two so uh it, it could not be a more perfect match. It's a super hot pink uh, for a super hot pen that it deserves. So it, it's killer. Very jealous of this one. Yeah, very, you should very be. jealous. Indeed. Everyone should be jealous of this pen. There's not many pens you should be that I own that you should be jealous of. This is one of them just because I love it so much. So I'll, I'll brag on this pen a lot. This is uh, one of my favorite. This jumps to the so high near the top of the list uh, right out the gate. This is so nice of you to talk about it this way, you know? Just, just yeah. make everybody else feel so much better about it. Right, right, right. Hey, I'm good at that. Let's not mm -hmm. forget. What is the Caveco Supra? So I caught an image of this. I think, I think it was on Vanessa Penn's Instagram a couple of weeks ago. They're coming out with like a gigantic Lilliput. It's it's a full brass sized Caveco in the shape of the Lilliput, but in a full size pen. So just it's like a blown up Lilliput, if you will. Which kind of sounds funny because the Lilliput is so tiny, but uh, I guess they're calling this Supra for a reason. I actually saw Lilliputs for the first time at the Atlanta show, and mm -hmm. I was really surprised how small they are. Oh, yeah. They're like, tiny. They're tiny, they're tiny. Yep. tiny. So yeah, a bigger one of these, maybe, I don't know, around like sport, sport size? Might be bigger. So I, I haven't, haven't had the chance to use one yet. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. But you think it might be the same size just in brass? As the AL Sport? Yeah. I think it's going to be longer. I honestly do. Um, huh. And then they have the like the sleeve 
trimmed down so you can kind of post it deeply like the AL Sports. So um, we'll see. I think Vaness might have them in Chicago. She, Lisa wasn't sure when I was talking to her. Um, so if she does, I'll get to try one out there. And um, if not, they're gonna they're gonna start popping up at all your favorite Caveco uh, dealers here online probably in the next few weeks. I'm guessing. I, I really don't know when they're coming out, but I thought it was a really interesting pin. Um, it uh, that that's gonna be one I'm in- interested in for sure. Yeah, I look forward to a review on that then. Yep. Field notes. Did yes, you get sir. yours? I did, and I was actually surprised from the pictures. I didn't realize that it was a two pack of one of each color. Did you think it was two threes? No, I thought maybe it was two twos or something like okay. that. I didn't think it was two threes, but I didn't think it was two one of each in the same package. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I kind of got that. Like, I didn't see anybody posting it, but it kind of just made sense to me. Like, when I saw pictures of the front and pictures of the back, and it was orange on one side, blue on the other. Yeah. That was kind of how I saw, I figured out oh, it was one of each. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really pick up that nuance. As someone that owns orange and blue, mm-hmm. do these are these a good representation of them? Oh yeah, like they fuse the same material. Butcher board, butcher orange and butcher blue are stock cover stock. Um, that uh, French paper has. I think it's French paper. I mean, you can go today and get. I could get a notebook day, made today in butcher blue or butcher orange. I have a pile of notebooks. Uh, excuse me, a pile of envelopes made from butcher orange. Okay. Like just letter writing envelopes. That's that's a normal co- cover stock. Like if you go to any printer that has a paper account with somebody, you can order those covers, those right. colors. So to say they're an exact representation is wrong. They are the literal same cover. Right. So they have just basically reprinted it. Like it is effectively a reprint. It's not a reproduction. Mm-hmm. They right. so they said it was a reprint, and I just wondered how much of that it was, right? Like it's a commemorative mm-hmm. reprint, and I wondered of oh, they just replicated it, but no, they've just done it again, right? Um, I think this is fantastic, right? Yeah, uh, they it's look awesome. great. It's so nice to have them, and they were uh, tweeting on the Fieldnuts account. They did what we expected that they did. They did mm-hmm. some incredible logistics work to try and get them to drop the same day in the mm-hmm. Europe and in Europe and the UK. Of course, it's not perfect. Like uh, yeah. I have a friend in Ireland who hasn't got his yet, but it was a stroke of genius to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, They've always say, been concerned with that from years ago. I mean, they always tried to get those to land at the same time. I'm just going to say I wish that they would do this every time because mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. isn't the case. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, don't don't bust a gut every time you post them. But if there's a way they can get them to be a bit closer, because sometimes I'm waiting over like a week or two to get mine, but whatever. Like, right. complaints, complaints. Uh, but this is such a fantastic thing to do. I love that they've even considered people that might get upset, and they're like, well, if anybody that subscribes now will get one of these for as long as Sweet Tooth is available, um, which I think is also really great, right? Because people that, like yourself, um, you know, did your subscription, you thought it might have lapsed, right? Yeah, it turns out that um, Sweet Toot was the first of a new Exactly. So, like, you know, for the people that it had lapsed and they've maybe had them always, it would suck if they missed out. So they're like, well, just subscribe again and you'll get one. I think that's a really great way to deal with this. Mm I am just so thrilled with this. Uh, I think as a fan of Field Notes, this is a brilliant thing to do. And I'm very shortly, once I've finished my unpacking, which is not completed yet, I'll be popping off my Michael Hurley belly band and putting it on uh, nice. my customized field notes. 
Cool. Because it's just luckily I have two of them, and this is a two-pack belly band. And then I'll put a lovely uh, one of the rubber bands that I have around these two and keep them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the paper inside, it feels like it's just the same paper that would have been in there. So, like, not sure. the really good stuff, the kind of the craft stuff, right? Right. Yeah, just the stock, stock paper. Mm-hmm. And uh, they haven't said how many of these have been made. Like, it's not in there on the inside because maybe they don't know yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> they might be making more than they first expected, right? Right. Which is a which is a great thing for them to do because that's got to be a huge logistic challenge for them. Good job by them. I would love to know the insides of this logistical work that they had to do to get this to, to work out because mm-hmm. it's not even just the printing work needed to get everybody's name printed. I mean, because that's digital mm-hmm. printing. Like it's it's a pain, but it's not impossible. It's then the work that would have been needed to package the correct names to the right people. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you're using, so I, you know, my background uh, is a little bit in paper marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been to the plants where they do this type of stuff. I have been involved in doing this. Like I used to put very specific letters with very specific like um, offers and stuff to specific people, mm-hmm. right? So like I've done a lot of the work and the checking work that's required to do something like this, and it's usually fulfilled by massive printing houses because this stuff can be very difficult to do. So mm-hmm. I would love to know, and I hope that they do, or maybe we can get Brian back on the show so he can tell us. Or maybe someone might be visiting close by there next week. I hate you so much. <laughs> I don't uh, have anything. I don't nothing. Uh, nothing planned yet, but just it's it's efforting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why does Chicago <laughs> have to be so close to Atlanta? I know. A couple of months, and I'll make it because I want to go there so bad. You know. Right. But uh, yeah, so. I'm. I think this is fantastic. I would love to know more about how it was done. Uh, hats off to uh, DDC for mm-hmm. making this happen. Yep. Take a break. Yes. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Harry's. Have you ever asked yourself why razors are the only products that are behind those perspex cases when you go into the drugstore, like the plexiglass things, and you have to go and get somebody to go and unlock them? Have you ever thought about that? Well, it's because razors are small and really expensive, right? They're typically overpriced, and because they're so small, they're easy to get out of the store. This is what we're so used to seeing. We're used to paying these high prices on razor blades. This is why Harry's exists. They sell high-quality blades that provide a close, comfortable shave for half of the price that you're used to paying. Harry's make their own blades, and that's why they're able to control this cost. They're German-engineered five-blade cartridges that are going to give you a close, comfortable shave without cuts or razor burn. They believe so much in the quality of their razors, not just the fact that they're well-priced. They believe in their quality so much that they will guarantee it. You'll get a full refund if you're not happy with your Harry's blades. And this is just why over 1 million people have switched to Harry's, and you should be one of them too. On average, an everyday shaver saves $150 a year when they use Harry's products. They offer a high-quality shave at about half the price that you'll be used to paying for those brands that are locked behind the plexiglass cases. You'll be able to go online and order from Harry's. They'll be shipped to you for free, and you'll be with what you need at the checkout within 30 seconds. They have a great starter set called the Truman. For just $15, you'll get yourself a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor 
blaze. It's time to stop overpaying for that great shave that you are looking for. Harry's is going to give you it. Go to harrys.com right now, and you'll get $5 off if you use the coupon code PENADDICT at checkout with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com. Coupon code PENADDICT at checkout for a special $5 off. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show and Relay FM. Yeah, use my Harry's travel kit this weekend. You did. It's the way to, we it's were the way to go. we were unpacking, and Brad excitedly came over to me. He's like, <laughs> "Feel the great material on my dub kit." I was like, "Very nice, Brad. Very nice indeed." Yep. So yes, I can attest to the excitement uh, that Brad Dowdy has over Harry's products. Oh, we're so lame. That's awesome. In the best possible <laughs> way, of course. All right, so um. You know, we talked about what we bought at the pin show on the, the podcast Saturday night, but um, there was still a, a full day left at the pin show. And a bunch of my my buying power was waiting till Sunday until I, I was able to make a, a certain purchase that we'll talk about in a moment. But um, so, you know, I talked about my, my Jonathan Brooks pin on, on Saturday, but I ended up with two more pins mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, one of them was a pen that wasn't on my radar before the show. I mean, it was on my radar, but I wasn't going to the show looking for it. But being so close to the Anderson pens table, I had opportunity to handle it uh, several times during the show. And my big purchase of the show, which I think very few people know I actually purchased this pen. You did it up- super secretly and super <clears throat> fast. I saw well, it happening and people were like, what is he doing? Yeah, well, it was, it was like at three o'clock on Sunday before I finally made a, the decision to pull the trigger. But uh, I bought a Sailor Pro Gear Sky King of Pin, which if you're familiar with the Sailor product lineup, the King of Pin is their big daddy pin. It's the biggest of the bunch, widest, uh, longest. It uses a giant size nib. I don't even know what size nib this is, but it's a 21K uh, nib. You um, could kill someone with a King of Pin. Yeah, this pin is so good. I'm not going to lie. It costs a lot, but it is so good. I'm really, really happy with this purchase, even though it cost me a fortune. Um, but that's kind of what I was saving for. Um, you know, one big purchase. It was either probably going to be like the Mont Blanc uh, Rouge et Noir, which we had talked about. And that one just didn't didn't speak to me. Like, it, it didn't jump on the had-to-have-it list. But uh, I, I looked at several of the King of Pins that uh, the Anderson has. And, uh, of course, I came away with the Translucent Blue, um, blue Barrel. And... Uh, I've been using the heck out of this pen. It's really, really great. Super happy with it. Why did you buy this? Because I love Sailor pens, and uh-huh. I wanted one of their top line models. You know, I've used pretty much everything else, all the Pro Gears, all the 1911s, the Black Lusters. I don't have a Rialo, um, which is a piston filling uh, 1911, but that one didn't really speak to me. But I wanted, I always wanted one of the big daddies, and uh, the King of Pen is the way to go. Um, if you're, if you're going to go for a big sailor and the way this one's styled, it, it, it looks like a Brad pen, you know, it's not a, it's not a black and gold trim pen. Um, it's not a solid hard ebonite pen. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a clear blue demonstrator pen and, uh, it's big and bad and all kinds of awesome. Yeah. I am, uh, I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. I have to say when I saw you buy this, because you've never spoken about this before. Yeah, you never talk. I, I'm just because it's expensive as well. Mostly, mostly because they've never really branched out in the King of Pin lineup. It's always just been black. Uh huh. Um, then they did a, like a, a demonstrator model, but it might have even had gold trim. They might have done one with rhodium plating. Um, 
but they never they've never done one in this color and now they're starting to come out with some more and then that's that's when it really started speaking to me hmm. okay yeah yeah i mean it's very impressive mm-hmm. i'm but just maybe because i didn't really get to use it very much or i don't really know a lot about it it seems just like a very expensive pen um mm-hmm. and and i don't i don't really get yeah, it you're thinking you're thinking is it is it really worth what you paid for kind of thing that's kind of what i'm trying to ask you about saying yeah. that sure no that's understandable i mean I, what, how does it differ from a pro gear it's just bigger in every way. It's got a little bit different built-in internals to hold the cartridge in it. So it's got like more mechanism in it. Um, if you will, the nib is probably twice the size. So there's a lot of materials there. The cap band has a lot more engraving and detail on it. So it's just lots of little things adding up into uh, like one hugely awesome pen. Okay. I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, I understand that. It's very impressive to see. Uh, I just... I'm just wondering, is it like four times as good as a pro gear? <laughs> yeah, that's a personal decision, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, but look, we we all spend crazy amounts on these things. I'm not trying to <laughs> criticize you. I'm just trying to, oh, to no. ask, you know, I'm just trying I'm just trying to wonder. Yeah. I mean, I thoroughly recommend the pro gear. Um I don't mm-hmm. know if I I don't know if I've glossed over this or whatever, but there are some you can get some pro gears on Pen Chalet. Mm-hmm. And they're $156 right now. Mm-hmm. And you can use our coupon. They're not a sponsor today, but you know all about it. So I'm just, mm-hmm. just mentioning this. I'm going to put that in the show notes. I was just looking to see if they had anything. And, you know, I, I thoroughly recommend the Pro Gear. So you should go get it. And then maybe if you really love your Pro Gear, you can buy King of Pen, which is the funniest name to me. Uh, <laughs> I love it so much. King of Pen. It's like so matter of fact. Because right. I would say King of Pens, right? Or something like that. But. I just love that it's just King of Pen. Like, apparently I found out that, uh, is it Sailor or Bongbox have uh, an ink called Tears of Clown? Yeah, right. Which is, you know, again, just another just beautiful name that when, I guess it's when they are translated, they just lose a little bit, right? And then, but it makes them sound so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Tears yeah, of so Clown. the chat room is asking the the King of Pen is one of Sailor's options where you can get all their fancy nibs, like all all the names I can't pronounce that do all these great things. And I didn't I didn't want any of that. I don't like those um those nibs end up being number one they would add a great amount of cost to an already very expensive pen, and number two they're they don't really fit my writing writing style because they're all very wide, very wet, and I, I don't like that at all. So I got a stock medium nib on this pen. So so here's here's my my now thinking about this. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really, this is like an Akaya. Oh, yeah. Because you can buy a platinum pen for like $200. Mm-hmm. And the nibs are, you know, the se- in some instances the same as what you'll get spending eight or 900 for an Akaya, right? Mm-hmm. I'm right, right in saying that. Correct. You're correct in saying that. So this is kind of like nakaya so now because i'm just trying to work it through in my head right Mm -hmm, and i mm -hmm. can i feel like i can kind of see why you've done it now because it's like in the same reason that you'd buy a nakaya right you buy them for everything about them right and i guess because i have to say that when i looked at that king of pen i was kind of astounded by it it's a very impressive thing because it is so large it's like larger than life Mm -hmm. because it looks just like a pro gear in the photos right but when you see it like you could club someone with it. It's massive. Yeah. 
it's definitely been to like the the Russian sports complex to get its dose of steroids. That's for sure. <laughs> Man, that's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, I mean it, it is. It's just like a it's just like a pumped up on roids pro, pro gear. Yep, and you got an ink for it as well. Yeah, so I had the uh, I don't know if, how to pronounce the Sutin S O U T E N Sutin Sautin. There's probably neither. Um, but it's a nice blue ink. This was theoretically the replacement for Sky High that didn't live up to the Sky High hype. So I've just been holding off on it. But I thought this was kind of a perfect match for this pen. So I went ahead and bought a bottle of it, and it's a it's a really really nice blue. Um, so it, it was the kind of the perfect match. Um, so do you usually do this? Do you usually buy uh? You usually buy inks that match a big pen purchase? Kinda. Like I bought the pink ink for my pink pen, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, cause you got a yeah. pink and then you bought a blue ink for the blue pen. Yeah, I do that a lot. So like my G10, my orange G10, uh-huh. I've only ever inked it with orange inks. It's not the same orange ink, but it's always orange inks. I, it's just, it's a mental thing. You know, I it, it's hard for me to use my orange pen with a green ink. Uh, and nothing against green inks, which I use plenty, but it just doesn't work for me mentally. I think I might start doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a vibe thing for me. Although the next the next pen we're going to talk about, I'll probably never have an orange ink in it, which is just doesn't make any sense based on what I just said. But it's a feeling. All right, so the next pen then, uh, this was one I knew was coming. Yeah. You'd kind of kept this on a down low for yep, a bit yep. though. Because I wasn't ever 100% sure it's coming, but I was pretty sure, I was 99% sure it was coming. But it's the uh, the Pilot Vanishing Point Orange, the limited edition they released back in 2007, right. um, which was before I was into fountain pens. But this is just the orange with uh, chrome trim um, limited model. And, and the uh, difference it, here is this orange is matte. It's not no. the metallic-y, shiny one, right, that, that they have it's, now. It's not matte and it's not metallic-y shiny. It's kind of in between. When I say matte, it's like I mean more like it's not metallic looking. Like it's it's gloss got a glossy feel to it, but it it just looks like paint as opposed to metal or whatever. So I'm gonna break out the light box today and get some pictures of these pens. It actually does have a little bit of a shine in it, huh? Which you will see. Which it actually it's very subtle. It looks that. very nice. Yep. I, d- yep, I only had it for a minute or two, but it's definitely different looking. And it comes yeah. in a wicked cool box that you've got to get some pictures of. That was crazy. I totally forgot about the box until they, till I, I purchased it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot it came in this box. It's really neat. So, so this one, I mean, so at the show, I saw some 90s finishing points, uh-huh. which have a far superior nib and resting place for the clip. hand. Yeah, clip. Clip, 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 sorry, that's what I mean, clip, not nib. The clip is, has a much lower profile, and there's more of a place to grip at the, at the tip of the pen. Um, like I, I feel like I could comfortably use a 90s vanishing point. This isn't like that, is it? Or, or is it? Does it have the newer no. style or the older style? It's got the newer style. This yeah. is like the... Um you know, like the the black matte vanishing points sure. that uh, many of us phone own. It, it's exactly like that. So it's definitely in the new style clip and shape. It's not the old style. Sure, um, but you like those though, anyway. So oh yeah, yeah. That's I think that I mean, I only have one old style. Even though I really enjoy that pen, they're just hard to come by. Um, I I I have zero issues with with this style. So, and what I was saying about never using orange ink, I I get really fine nibs for my vanishing points. Like this came with a medium. Um, I just took it out and used a 
another nib unit that I had a fine nib unit ground down into like a Japanese extra fine. And when I do that, and especially with the vanishing points, I'm real happy with Pilot's blue black ink. I just like to use cartridges in these. So I just popped a blue black Pilot blue black ink cartridge in this and uh, I love it. So I almost never use um, orange inks in like my super, super fine pens. Okay. So. I mean, I'll put orange in anything, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I bought a superior orange anyway. I mean, I bought an orange ink, so I, I just didn't use it for this. I used it for my um, Jonathan Brooks pen. I brought the Ackerman number sixteen, uh, orange bovin, orange bovin. I don't. We'll we'll go with something along that. Yeah. Line. Um, I held off on this ink for a long time because it's one of the few Ackermans that doesn't shade at all. I mean, it's just a straight up orange line, like a saturated orange ink, but it's really striking. Um, so I, I've wanted to add that, um, to the orange ink collection and, uh, it's, it's really good. And then obviously so, you also bought the Califolio Andronopal. Yep. Yeah, bought the Andronopal, the pink. I did pick up a bottle of the, the Lamy dark lilac pens showed up like Friday afternoon to one of the vendors there. Um, and he had the, the full ink and cartridge lineup. So I just bought, I didn't buy the pen. I bought the Lamy dark lilac bottled ink because the inks, the bottled inks tend to go faster than the pens will. Um, once the inks are gone, they're gone. The pens seem to hang around a little bit longer. And then I love the Sailor Nano Blue Black ink cartridge I have. So I, I keep I keep going to my my ink shelf looking for the bottle to fill one of my pens with. And I keep forgetting I don't have a bottle of that. So I just picked up a bottle since I was there. And then I grabbed um, a bunch of Fountain Pen Day swag from our good buddy Carrie. He had these um, notebook holders to fit over his um, his hand-stitched notebooks that he's he makes so i had i got uh four notebooks and the notebook cover it's really cool it's like a little mini midori thing it's uh really nice very happy with that oh that's cool yeah it's very cool i'll take some pictures of that uh but uh uh gentleman gentleman joe joe craze from the gentleman station or got the exact same one as me he's posted some pictures of it they're really cool yeah uh, it was nice uh to have all that stuff like i was just looking over it they're great buttons like oh little, yeah, little buttons we have. Yeah, and I picked up a, Yeah, I picked up a lot more stuff. I picked. I bought a T-shirt from Carrie. I bought some random paper from a few places. I know I bought the Atlanta, the Atlanta Pen Show, um, back pocket journals from Van S that they had made for the show. So stuff like that. You know, lots of lots of little stuff. So it was good. I want to talk about this pen that you got though, because I didn't get to spend enough time with it. Yeah, I haven't yet either. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on that. Um, so I. Decided that I wanted to make a purchase on Sunday um, of something at the show because all I'd really got at that point was one Retro 51 and the Pilot M90. So I decided that I wanted to have something that I would have bought at the show that I'd be leaving with. And I was playing around with some stuff and I convinced uh, Tiff Ament to buy a music nib on a Franklin Christoph that she was looking at. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I was playing around with that too. And I was like, I really like the music nib. Um, I want to have a music nib. So I was thinking that I'd probably walk away with a Franklin Christoph mm-hmm. uh, because they have the music nibs there, right? So I was like, I'll, I'll probably get one of those. But I went to take a look around in the in the, the the extra room that had been opened up and it had Sean Newton in there. And I was kind of poking around with some of his amazing stuff, but decided I didn't want to buy anything from Sean. Uh, I want to get a, a Newton pen, but I want to go the custom route. Um, sure. That's on my my uh, to do list at some point. Uh, but um, all of the ama- you know, I was saying to people like all of the amazing pens that you'll see at a pen show 
uh, uh, there's a vast majority of them, they come from him. Like the stuff that makes you go like, what is that? Right? <laughs> Tends to be a Newton pen. Um, right. So I, I still want to go down that um, route at some point, but I want I want to kind of do the whole process with him um, and pick me you know, pick it all out myself. Uh, but the Carolina Pen Company were also there, and I know that you'd ordered a pen from them in advance, right? It's what we spoke about on last week's show. Right. Uh, but I went and took a look around, and I saw a pen in the morning that I couldn't get out of my head all day. Um, I actually don't know what it's called. Yeah, uh, the, the material that it's made from. Or yeah. the shape, actually. I don't know what the shape's called. Uh, exactly. I don't know what it's called. I think Jonathan's working on his website right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've taken a picture of it. Um, I'll put it on Instagram. I'll put it in the show notes. I just couldn't stop thinking about this pen all day, and I went back to buy it from Jonathan, and I was just going to go buy a music nib to put in it, but he actually had Frank and Christoph music nibs. Mm, I just put one in there, and I also bought a matching stand for it as well, which I've never done before, but I just just couldn't stop thinking about this pen. Just could not stop thinking about it all day. When you brought it over to me, I was like, whoa, this is really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed with this pen, not just the shape, but the color. Jonathan makes his own blanks. So this is one of his his colors that he makes. Um, it's it's so good looking. Yeah, like on, on uh, Jonathan's Instagram, there are actually some pictures and videos of him making the pen that I assume I bought from him. Oh, not, yeah, that's right. It's got like a little video. Oh, yeah, cool. That, that's awesome. So I mean, I, it was this was a couple of weeks ago. Maybe this sure. was the one that I ended up buying. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> or at least yeah. it's one that you know, it's one from this rod or whatever. So is that the one now? That's 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 what's inked up and on the desk. That's what we're using. I got it in my hand right now. <laughs> nice. I had to. I'm sent. I sold some tickets to something. Like I had bought I bought mm-hmm. some extra tickets that I was selling. I, you know, like when you go to an event and I bought some yeah. pre-sale tickets, and oh, then sure. on, the, on the next day I was able to actually get better tickets. So I'm selling some, um, and oh, I'm wow. using one of these services in the UK. It's called SeatWave, where you can just put your tickets up and someone sure. will buy them from you. Um, and I wrote out the envelope today uh, in Fuyugaki <laughs> with this music nib. It's like so the person's going to get it, but like, what is this insanity? Uh, but I, yeah, I just, I love this pen. I love. I'm so happy with the with the two pens that I walked away with. Uh, this and the and the M90. Like, I well, feel like I had a very successful show. Did you say what ink you put in this one? In this, in the in the the Carolina Pen Company. Carolina yeah, I've just got Fuyugaki in there. He had oh, it yeah, on yeah. the okay, table. That's what you said. Yeah, like he had a bunch of Hiroshi Suku inks on the table. And he's like, do you want me to fill it? And I was like, you got Fuyugaki, fill it up. <laughs> ah, nice. I'm probably going to put, so um, I was going to buy Ackerman 28. Um, mm-hmm. And it turned out that the wonderful Glenn HK, who for some reason feels like he can never do enough. The guy is <laughs> so incredible. He had pre-purchased Ackerman 28 from Van S for me at the show. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Glenn, again. Uh, for doing something else incredible. I think I'm going to put that ink in this pen. I feel like they might be quite an interesting pairing, like the bright blue and the bright green. Um, so when, when so that gets good. shipped over from the lovely people at Knock, I will probably be inking it up with that. Cool. I, I love this pen, man. Uh, I need to get the stand out, and I think I'm just going to keep it on my desk like a piece of art. Yep, that's how we're mine. It's inked up and ready, ready to use, though. At a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. With the 
badass black Franklin Christoph music nib. <laughs> like I was showing off the stuff that I bought to Adina last night and I was like, I gave her the pen and I was like, look at that and tell me what's weird about it. And she's like, there's two nibs. Like, like what is happening? Because I guess <laughs> that's, that's very it's accurate. What it, it's kind of the way to describe it, right? Like it's yep, just two yep. nibs pushed together. That's hilarious. Yep. Love it. Absolutely love it. I also bought another Retro 51. Yeah, shocking. Just yep. one? Just, just one? one more. I already had one. Uh, oh yeah so right there was two total for the show two total so this was just a brown one but it has like a rose gold finish that's really pretty so i was like yep i'll take you please so i Mm -hmm. I picked that one up from the andersons as well uh and then also a bunch of pen addict swag yeah yeah did i give that to you (laughs) yeah i got that you gave me that straight away okay i i feel like i have so many pen addict coasters now i could start my own competing store Nice. Because you threw it. those in there too. Yeah. And those awesome Sharpies that you have. Oh, those are so good. I love so those great. Things. So yeah, <laughs> that's my that is my haul, man. I'm I'm really happy. I think we had a real successful show. Very successful show. I feel like I got more for my money this time than last time. Well, well, you know, I like a the king of pens for me was super expensive, but I'd sold, you know, three or four pens before I'd come. So, you know, I basically turned those three pins into one pin. You know, it was kind of the same same money that yep. was already spent. So I just turned it into something uh, even bigger. And uh, I, I really enjoy, you know, what I got. I ended up, I purchased two pins at the show. That was really all I purchased was the King of Pins and the Vanishing Point because the, the Brooks pin was pre-ordered and uh, the Bung Box pink pin that I keep wielding around was ordered online before the show. So I only purchased two pins at the show. I, just, I feel real good. Which feels right. It feels good. Yeah, I, I feel real good about this time. I Last time, I kind of gave myself a pass because it was my first show. I spent I spent more money last time than this time. Um, and, but I know that the pens that I've bought now, they're going to... I basically... I've bought two pens this time that have kind of taken slots two and three in my favorite pens. I know. That's the hard part. Yeah. All these pens I bought... So I... In the end, I have four new pins from the weekend, and I already had like six pins that I love inked up. So I'm gonna have to have, I'm gonna have to do some rearranging here in the next couple of days. Maybe there'll be some more hot sales. <laughs> I don't need that. So like I uh, I have my uh, lookout here. I know the names mm-hmm. now, by the way. So a bit of follow up uh, from working <laughs> Sunday morning for a few hours on my own i ended up learning a bunch of the names and prices what i was so terrified of I, it mm-hmm. when when like put in the fire i just kind of just dealt with it nice right so i've got my lookout here which is the three pen holster as it said on the piece of paper that i had and i have in it my orange pro gear my carolina pen company pen i need to it needs a name maybe i name it you'll find it jonathan I'm, will tell you we'll, yeah we'll jonathan get, please we'll tell me what this pen him. is called or i'll come up with a name I think I would call it Night Sky or something. Mm. Sky at Night. That's what it looks like. The uh, Picasso painting. Is that Sky at Night? Is it even Picasso? It's Monet, right? It's Monet. Oh my God, what's happening here? What is is the name of that painting? Yeah. yeah. The Starry Night, is that it? Starry Night. Starry Night's the one. Starry Starry Night's not that. Starry Night's not as bright. And it's Van Gogh. Wow, that Mm. was horrific. Mm -hmm. Look at me and my my knowledge. It reminds me of that, basically. Yeah. Dear dear me. Sorry everyone. Sorry. 
there's like everyone's going crazy in the chat room at me right now <laughs> so it reminds me of that so maybe if you know maybe i'll call it starry night but anyway i've got that and then the m90 all sitting in my lookout and i'm like these three mm-hmm. pens this this is my top three it's kind of the ticket right yeah, yeah this yeah and i'm very very happy with with my purchases this year uh i'm excited for next year already i can't wait for next year i know i need to start saving now i've got the itch for dc you know yeah like i'm going to chicago next week and i was like i'm not buying anything like i'm working the whole weekend and i'm thankful for that to keep me away from buying stuff although i'm not gonna lie uh my my good buddy stylo arts are gonna be at the uh chicago pen show who i met in uh, dc sold me that beautiful wooden pen um they're gonna be there so that could be an issue I love how quickly you changed. I'm not buying anything, oh, except for this one thing that I might buy. I forgot they were going to be there, so so until I said that. But yeah, hopefully uh, Lisa will keep me busy all weekend, so uh, I can uh, can not go into into Hawk. Good. Good. Man. All right. All yes, right. Sir. Let's wrap this one up, so we can both kind of come back to reality. Huh. You want to find our show notes this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 201. Uh, we were mentioning at the show a few times, and I'll mention it here now. Our next big project is this trying to turn the penaddict into more of a resource, and we'll be talking about that later. You know, like the idea of mm-hmm. trying to get the wiki set up, the new starting point. I know we've been talking about it a bunch, but I think we were both really focused on the pen show. Um, oh, yeah. And now so that's over. On we this is this is our next kind of little thing that we're thinking about we me and you were talking about it quite a bit so look out for that that's we're working on that we're trying to make that happen we have some great suggestions from some listeners too um of trying to get the community involved and helping us make it too so i'm really excited about that so that's something we're working on but of course you've got another big project on your plate which we'll be talking about too which is like knock 2.0 good grief yeah that's coming that's coming and i'm very excited about that Stressing me out, man. It's busy you. times. It's, it's I love good you. stuff, okay. but it's gonna I be okay. <laughs> no, I know, I know. So Hold yeah, me, Michael. The next few months, man, it's got some great stuff coming. So yep. we're up to episode two hundred, but we've got at least another two hundred in us. Oh, psh, easily. Go to penaddict.com and knock.co for Brad's amazing work. You can find him on tw- uh, Twitter. He is at dowdyism. D o w d y i s m. Um, you can also find him on Instagram. He is penaddict. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thanks again to Harry's for sponsoring this week's show. And uh, we'll be back next time. Until then, I didn't do this last episode. Say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>